welcome to another podcast by BNP Paribas Wealth Management. I'm Charles de Capresson. Today, Edmund Shing, Global Chief Investment Officer of BNP Paribas Wealth Management, unveils his investment strategy for February 2023. Edmund, how is the decarbonisation of the economy going? Frankly, in 2022, we did a very bad job of reducing carbon emissions in the environment. Why? Because, of course, particularly in Europe, we had the problem of replacing supply of gas from Russia. Now, of course, some of that was replaced and is being replaced by LNG, liquefied natural gas, coming from Qatar or the US, but we can't replace all of it. We have also reduced our consumption of energy, particularly of gas, industrial and household consumption. So that helps. Again, not enough. So we have had to also find alternative sources of energy to substitute for gas, particularly for electricity generation. And unfortunately, in much of Europe, particularly in Germany, that has been coal. The result is that on a global scale, we have burnt more coal in 2022 than ever before in any preceding year, which clearly has not been good news for carbon emissions. However, for 2023 and beyond, we are making a huge push to invest in the energy transition, in renewable energy generation, in reduction of demand, and these investments should, of course, help reduce carbon emissions in 2023 and the following years. How are we financing the energy transition? In terms of financing the energy transition, there are two main programmes in place today. In the US, first of all, we have the Inflation Reduction Act recently passed by the Biden administration, which provides huge amounts of tax credits to companies investing in renewable energy generation solar panels, wind, biomass and other. This is huge. In Europe, we still have the European Recovery Fund, which was set up in the aftermath of the COVID pandemic, but has still not largely been spent yet. So that money will start really to be spent from this year onwards, particularly by countries such as Spain and Italy. And a lot of this money, we believe, will be spent to ensure greater energy security in Europe, principally through renewable energy generation. So we will be investing heavily in solar panels, wind power and other in Europe, thanks to the recovery fund. Efficiency is the name of the game. Do you agree? What do I mean by that? I mean that it's all very well to replace our demand for gas with demand for other fuels, including renewable energy. But actually, the biggest benefit that we can make in terms of reducing our carbon emissions is simply by reducing our demand for energy by being more efficient. Don't waste the energy. Find more productive ways to use it. Find more efficient ways to use it. So produce the same number of goods and services using less energy and in particular less gas. We are working on that. Industrial demand for gas in Europe at the end of last year was 24% lower than the same period the year before. So we are making great efforts, but we can make more efforts. Let's install heat pumps. Let's install LED lighting. Let's install smart lighting controls, all to reduce our consumption of gas and electricity. Let's improve insulation of our houses and our flats. Again, this will all help to reduce our energy demand. And with our energy demand coming down, we will therefore also help the environment. Edmund, what is a good way to invest in the energy transition? Well, I think to keep it simple, there are two ways that I see that are nice and simple. Firstly, you can invest in dedicated energy transition funds. We have a number of these products, these funds, in our range that we propose to clients. You can do that. They're very good. They focus very much on this thematic. Or 
Even better, in my view, is that you can invest in the producers of the necessary commodities, the battery metals that we need for the electrification of the economy, that we need to put into the batteries that go into electric vehicles, for instance, principally copper, nickel, and lithium. Demand for all of these three metals is projected to grow substantially, in fact, exponentially, over the next 20-odd years. And so I like to invest in the companies that produce these metals today. And you can buy that via, again, funds or ETS of these commodity-producing companies. Last but not least, in conclusion, what do we like? We still like equities. We are positive in equities, particularly world ex-US equities. Secondly, we like investment-grade corporate bonds, both in the US but now also in Europe as well. We are neutral on government bonds. We are neutral on real estate exposure. We are negative on cash. And finally, we are positive on alternative assets, notably commodity exposure in all its forms, including battery metals, and also alternative usage funds, principally global macro and trend-following strategies. Thank you very much, Edmund Sheng. And to our audience out there listening to this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast channel on any provider of your choice such as Apple Podcast, Podcast Addict and Spotify. See you soon.